this Sunday, as we've mentioned several times, we're celebrating All Saints Day, and in the early Christian church, they took the time to celebrate the lives of those martyrs who were killed in any number of Roman persecutions. It must have taken a lot of courage and hope to cling to one's faith, even unto death. And the courage and hope of those now sainted in heaven gave those still living courage and hope to live out their lives in faithfulness. Today, All Saints Day celebrates the lives of all Christians who have transitioned from the church militant to the church triumphant. Their lives among us, and now their victory in heaven, give us courage and hope to carry on. In the words of Kansas, carry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest, and don't you cry no more. Just as Tom Hanks said in a league of their own, there's no crying in baseball. Uh, We can carry on knowing there's no crying in heaven. You know, verse 1 from that epistle reading from John says that we are loved by God. That's who we are. And that love is not some abstract concept. God's love took very personal and physical form in Jesus Christ. And even though God is spirit, he has lavished his love on us in some pretty physical ways. Uh, The incarnation is pretty physical, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The crucifixion is pretty physical. Pain, blood, and death. Also that we could be purchased back from sin, death, and the devil. Christ's resurrection is pretty physical. Thomas saw him in the flesh, as did the apostles, the 500, and eventually Paul himself. Today, God gets physical with us in the Lord's Supper, for Christ is physically, though mysteriously, present for the forgiveness of sins. And Christ's return on the last day will be a physical return. Real physical presence, past, present, And future defines God's love for us and gives us courage and hope to to carry on. We are loved by God. A reading from 1 John also addresses what we will be. Now, we're not entirely sure what we will be when Christ returns, but this we know for sure. In verse 2 of that reading, we read, Beloved, we are God's children now. And what we will be has not appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. This we know. Christ will return. Body and all. On the last day, we will be raised. Body and all. Apostle Paul writes in Philippians 3, But our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control 
will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Paul and John agree on this. We will be raised gloriously when Christ returns, body and all. That should give us courage and hope to carry on. We are celebrating All Saints Day. It's a, it's a time to remember the, the faithful departed, those who have preceded us in death and thus have preceded us in life in the presence of our risen Lord and Savior. And All Saints is especially meaningful as we remember a loved one who has died in the faith. My mom died on this very day a number of years ago, so All Saints Day is always a, a special celebration for me. Yes, it is all Christians as they remember their loved ones who have gone before. As I mentioned before, both scripture readings address the already, not yet, tension of being a Christian. I mean, we know that our loved ones are already in the presence of our Lord. And we do know we're headed there too, but we're not there yet. That's why we need to hear the comfort of God's word. And both of those readings have a touch of eschatological hope which is appropriate for this occasion. It certainly can bring us courage and hope as we carry on. Now, our Bible reading from Matthew includes our Lord's pronouncements of blessings. So, so where do we start to be happy? Start with God and his blessing. That text of Matthew talks about happiness. Actually, it talks about blessedness, which goes a little deeper than happiness. And this blessedness starts with God. So I guess we should start with God. And if we're going to do that, why not start with our entrance into God's kingdom through faith? That's where those Beatitudes start. Our reading from Matthew is called the Beatitudes, the the blessings. And these beatitudes start with one's entrance into God's kingdom through faith. The first beatitude reads, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Translated, that says, Repent and be saved. That's where to start. Now that we're safe and sound in God's kingdom, we can get on with our, our Christian living. We are children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. That is a blessing from God which Jesus pronounces upon us. This big blessing then includes the following contingent blessings. Blessed are the poor in spirit. In other words, blessed are those who repent. Repentance is being poor in spirit. But if we start with ourselves, we're going to frown upon repentance. But God blesses his children who repent with the promise of heaven, which brings retroactive joy to us even now. A blessing for the blessed. Blessed are those who mourn. I used to think this referred to Michigan fans, but we're actually having a, a decent season this year. 
But it really does go a lot deeper than that. Blessed are those who grieve over losses that are consequences of sin in this world, like death and, and broken relationships. But God blesses his children who mourn with comfort and with forgiveness. He heals our wounds of sorrow and fills the void in our lives with his loving presence, a blessing for the blessed. Blessed are the meek. In other words, blessed are those who are mild and gentle and patient. If we start with ourselves, we'll be arrogant and rude and insensitive. But God blesses his children who are meek. He says, we'll inherit the earth. Our meekness wins the favor of others and avoids the discipline of God, a blessing for the blessed. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. In other words, blessed are those who have a constant appetite for, for Christ and his forgiveness. If we start with ourselves, we'll have a constant appetite for lust and wealth and power. But God blesses his children who hunger and thirst for forgiveness. We feast on his forgiveness and are full a blessing for the blessed. Blessed are the merciful. In other words, blessed are those who gently and compassionately deal with the distress and misery and pain of others. If we start with ourselves, we'll bury the vulnerable. But God blesses his children who are merciful with mercy. Next time you see someone in need, do unto them as you would have God do unto you. Blessed are the pure in heart. In other words, blessed are those who deal honestly with others. If we start with ourselves, we'll scheme and undermine. But God blesses his children who are honest. He says, we'll see him. Right now we have a slightly blurred vision of God, but the greatest day will be when we join all the saints in heaven and see God face to face. A blessing for the blessed. Blessed are those who make peace. In, in other words, blessed are those who keep peace where it exists and make peace where there is conflict. If we start with ourselves, we'll cause divisions, create havoc, start fights. But God blesses his children who make peace. You know, the kingdom of God in heaven is all about peace. And because of that already not yet status of being a Christian, we can invite that future peace into our present. A blessing for the blessed. Blessed are those who are persecuted for doing right, insulted for being a Christian, lied about and slandered because of their relationship with Jesus. All those things are going to happen. It's all part of being a child of God. But if we start with ourselves, we'll conform our lives to the world and we'll compromise our faith to stay out of the heat. But God blesses his children who endure with the reward of heaven. So rejoice and be glad. Where to start?
Start with God and his blessing, that we are his children. That's the only way we can truly enjoy the blessings of Christian living. Then and only then can we carry on. As you remember your loved ones today, carry on. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. And don't you cry no more. For Christ is risen. And because he lives, your loved ones live. Because he lives, you live. Now and forever in the glory of heaven. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.